favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Legendary, even in hell. Welcome victims to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is my co-host Ellie. Hello! Surprise! Surprise! Boo! Scary! Ooh. More now, zombies. Yeah. Also, we changed our audio again this week, so that's fun. Yes. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> we're just going to keep doing it till we're We finally we're got this set up the way we think we want it. Yes. Um, the audio, like what we're hearing is still a little weird, but um, what you guys hearing is velvety smooth. Yes. And fun. And you can actually like really hear Nick now, which is yes. exciting for me. And yeah, but that's all about growing and evolving. So here we are. <laughs> all it took was a little fiddling with our mixer and getting an extra part that we kind of needed, I guess, that we yeah. didn't know about. Yes. And we're good to go. And continually playing with Audacity. Like it is, it is a fickle mistress, I gotta tell you, because you like, we touch one wrong thing and then we had no audio whatsoever. Like Audacity wouldn't even recognize the microphone yeah. or anything. So, yay. Let's not bore our victims with this techno babble gobbledy gook. Okay, I don't even know what we're talking about half the time, so. (laughs) (laughs) We're here talking about horror shit. Yeah. Yeah. Zombies. Yeah. That's right. We're still in zombie month. Oh my God. We still have one more. I feel like zombie month has been going on for like two years. We've been watching a lot of zombies. We have been. Yeah. Like, just a lot of zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this week we did 20 Days Later. Right. And this is different than what we've seen before. This is a weird one. This Um, was definitely a weird one. Because it's kind of sort of zombies. Yes. Um, They're not dead. They're not undead. They're just infected people. Right. But they have the zombie characteristics of attack and... Kill, rip apart, yeah. Not so much rape, just I said kill. rip. Apart. Oh, rape. rape, sorry. <laughs> no, that's later in the movie. The, the echo is, is yeah. bugging me. Um, <laughs> no, it's later in the movie when that happens. No, but um, the ripping apart, like it's just kind of finding something that's alive, ripping it apart, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Ugh. Blah. Blah. Ugh. Any of that kind of stuff, though, because it's the same thing. I find this very Resident Evil-y. Don't you think? Yes. It, it very much so has a Resident Evil vibe. A little, well, a little bit, but Resident Evil is also real zombies. They're dead. True. They're back to life. Right. You know, undead. But um, the big thing with this is it's a virus. Yes. It's, they, they took rabies. It took some sort of disease. They were testing on monkeys to get a cure. And PETA comes and screws up again, as usual. <laughs> and it's cool how the transmission is similar, but it's much simpler. Right. It's not just a bite that gets you. A bite can do it. Absolutely. But the blood. Mm-hmm. The, if you get some blood in you, you're screwed. Yes. You're instantly infected. And it's a very, very fast um, infection rate. Yeah. And that's actually a good point you brought up before. It's that they're not actually dead. No. So, so they're... So they're kill. The, the whole kill only the head, headshots, out the window. It's yes. Anything that will just basically kill a person will kill these infected people. Right. And then they call it the rage virus, which right. really works yes. out very, that's a good, well, well put name. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just like, they're like on steroids basically. And they yeah. just like their eye color kind of changes to red or. Yeah. I like that. That's another thing that's cool too. Yeah. They change the eye color. It's, they really, ah, it's a good change. Yes. And again, this was just before Dawn of the Dead. Interesting. Yeah, you're right. It was. Yeah. This is like the first, the fast zombies. Yes. Uh, not not like, you know, Night, no, not Night, um, Return of the Living Dead. Those right. were fast zombies too. But yes. these were fast running zombies. Yes. And I think Dawn of the Dead kind of took that idea and said, hey, you know, it's scarier. Yeah, they were like, we got to do this. <laughs> and it, it is scarier. You know, yes. instead of having you always know, oh, just lumbering toward me, 
I'll just slowly slide to the left and chop. Yep. With this, oh crap, they're running at us. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the, 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 the reaction, the mannerisms. It's very zombie-like, but again, different. Yes. Um, like when we first see the, um, the pastor. Yes. The, pastor, the father. The way he's kind of the walking, the jerky movements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they're, they're fighting something. Yeah. Like, like their body is just kind of fighting in very, very... Uh, I don't know the word used. Um, yeah, spastic. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's very spastic. That's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's like their body's spasming and they can't sort of control it. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. Like, like I wonder, I wish they would have kind of gone into the virus a little bit more. Only because I would have liked to know, like, like why. Like, everybody always wants to know the why, right? Like, like they say it's kind of like rabies, don't they? Well... It's implied, I think. Sure. Uh, we don't get the actual word. Sure. Except rage. Okay. When they first break the monkeys out, apes, whatever yeah. they call them, um, the Dr. Teal basically tells them, or scientists, they're infected. Yes. With what? Rage. What's that? And right. you don't get nuts because they let the monkeys out and they, and <laughs> they just goes yeah. right after the one girl. <laughs> and bites her. And then what I first saw was the theaters, it really... What got me was the whole vomiting blood. And I'm like, ugh, vomit. Yeah. And, ugh. That's a weird thing, you know? And it kind of reminds me of um, Left 4 Dead when they have the spitters. Yes. The spitters, that kind of stuff. But it's, um, we were talking about this kind of while we were trying to fix the audio. And um, it's like, do you think that they do that on purpose to infect others? I think so. And, yeah, we kind of thought, well, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Because some zombies actually vomit, like, like throw up. And some, this like... This is the first. Like, yeah. also, also, for, for movie-wise, this is the first I've seen zombies do that. Where they vomit blood? Yeah. Yes, and... And that's um, how I've seen it. It's only, like, in this franchise. Which, right. hey, that's new. That's different. That works. And it actually sort of reminds me, not this, but I, I meant to mention it when we were watching, um, where is the one that they throw up? It's Dawn of the Dead. It's the one where they throw up, right? Like, they actually throw up? No. The one where they're in the mall. They're, they're, people are throwing up. No. Yes. When? There was throw up. Where? With the big lady in the wheelbarrow. She doesn't throw up. Are you sure? Yep. There was one where they were throwing up. Anyways, so in Santa Clarita, Santa Clarita Diet, that's a movie actually about, or TV show about zombies, and that's sort of when you go through the change of turning into a zombie, um, you throw up, and it's basically you purge your whole body of everything ever, because you can't really eat again, right? And so then you throw up this extra, this little, like, it's like an ancient sort of a bug-looking thing, too. Oh. And um, that's how you turn into a zombie. Is it's, you basically die because you evacuate everything out of your body. Hmm. <laughs> and it's really gross. But yeah, That was not in Dawn of the Dead. There I thought no... that there was a part where people were throwing up. Nope. Hmm. A lot of blood flying around. But yeah, maybe it was just a fever dream. Probably. <laughs> probably. I had a weird zombie dream last night. Interesting. Oh, yes. It was, it was kind of weird. It was weird. There's a predator in there, too. <laughs> Just throw a few uh, genres together. Yeah, it nice. was. It was neat. It was a very different kind of dream. I, huh. I have some vivid dreams, but just the whole. I think the zombie month is getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, we're almost done. And I've been playing uh, the new Predator um, Hunting Grounds sure, game. Sure. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. that's all kind of just all compounds to, together. <laughs> yeah, like here, movie, dream, have fun. Oh. And basically couldn't get away, you know, the, the usual. Yep. Um, a lot of people getting killed, kept running away and hiding, rules, you know. Always. If we're in a house, got to have lights off. Yep. Wh- which makes sense. And the predator was there too, and I'm like, crap, we got two things to worry about. And it turns out he was trying to get away as well. Sure. So we're just like, so, yeah, I'll make up a sign language, apparently that I understood and he understood. And yeah, it was just weird. Weird but cool. <laughs> What a bizarre thing. Yeah. Well, that'd be, that'd be okay. So we've just, we're already in talking chop. Let's kind sure. of let's add on here. We've seen zombie movies. Yes. If you could cross over a zombie movie with something other horror franchise, 
what would you pick and how would it work out? You know, and when I think about that, I think of like, really, Friday the 13th, like Jason's a fucking zombie already. He kind of is. <laughs> not at first. Right. Not at first. I think after he dies in four, he becomes a zombie. But actual zombies. Like, let's say, um, oh, what's a good example? Halloween. Sure. Let's have the Halloween franchise, Michael Myers, but at the same time, there's a zombie apocalypse. Oof. Yeah. Like, how would that work out? Like, oh, crap, it's it's Michael. Oh, no, it's zombies. They're attacking Michael. Mm-hmm. Or Michael's you know, killing the zombies. Like, it's... Some would work, some would not. Right. Uh, like, uh, remember, Elm Street would not work no. because it's in the dreams. Right. Um, and Freddy has no hold over zombies. They don't exactly. fall asleep. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Oh, um, they're already in a secluded little house, so... But uh, you would have, like, the, f- the family being right. surrounded by zombies. Hmm. Have uh, the letter phase right now with a chainsaw just chopping him up. Yes. That'd be cool. Oh, he'd probably have fun. Oh, yeah. Seems like his uh, jam. Hellraiser. Yeah. Hellraiser versus zombies. Hmm. Yeah, it, like it could work. Because I know there were, I've talked about this before, there was or there is in the Marvel comic universe, right. they had a zombie apocalypse. Hmm. They did that in Archie comics too. Cool. <laughs> it uh, was weird. What, what cool is, is that um, it's a, di- a different type of zombie in different types too, different versions of the uh, the comics, but right. basically um, all the heroes get infected. Huh. So you got Captain America zombie, zombie Wolverine, zombie Spider-Man, zombie Hulk, zombie every Marvel character is either a zombie or killed by hmm. a zombie. So. Cool. Um, it's uh it ends up with uh, Galactus arriving on Earth. Zombies eat Galactus, and they all whoever ate Galactus gained the power cosmic. Okay. And they go and they spread it around everywhere. Huh. So it, it's a really cool read. Yeah. And I did a few versions. There was uh, Marvel Zombies versus Evil Dead. Oh, God. So we had Ash Williams yeah. in the comic. At the same time, this is happening, and he's thinking this is Necronomicon doing it. Right. As opposed to it's not. It was, I guess, the Sentry kind of got infected and brought it to Earth somehow. It's a, it's a good read. Huh. That's a really good one. Yeah, I, I'm more interested in, like, how heroes would deal with it, I think, than, like, other horror guys. Because I don't think that they'd really care, honestly. It's just like, yay, carnage, death, anarchy. Well, these also affected the villains, too. Right. Um, like, you saw Juggernaut trying to get away. Right. And they're just chasing down. And Dragonaut can't be stopped. Like, he's, he's sure. got this... Uh, his power is not mutant. He's um, mystical. Okay. So he's got this gem that's kind of inside him that's given power. I think it's the uh, Jewel of Sidrak or something. Something okay. like that. And with that, he is basically immortal. Hmm. He can't be killed, can't be stopped, except for get the helmet off. He, Xavier can do the whole tele pathic thing with him sure. but um because be he fought spider-man he couldn't spider-man couldn't stop him right once he tried he couldn't stop him and finally spider-man kind of tricked him into falling into this huge thing of cement hmm. and he said uh, they say you know they showed him out after he said for four months mm-hmm. uh he basically just walked forward through Weird. the dirt. he couldn't get out because he was just he couldn't until he got to he got to the ocean and kind of kept walking. Huh. And he said, after four months, the best thing ever was that first breath of air because I hadn't been breathing for months. Ugh. So, that That's was cool. crazy. Pretty huh. cool. That would be fun. But it, it's not done very much. You know, there's always sure. the, old, the old someone versus someone. Yes. And I know, DC didn't really do that zombie thing yet. They had something similar with the... Green Lantern Corps. Right. Yeah, you're uh, with right. With the Black la- black Lanterns, where they basically brought guys back from the dead. Sure. But um, it wasn't quite like zombies. Okay. As much as reanimated people that weren't trying to eat brains or eat flesh. They were just back to life and right. angry. Well, that's the thing with this movie is that they're not actually trying. Like, I don't know how they sustain themselves, but they said even that they just eventually starved to death. If they're not eating. Well, they haven't tried it out yet because they had the one... Yes. 
military guy for two days he was right. infected. And he hasn't eaten a thing yet. Right. And he's still kicking. So, okay, so is it implied that they eat the people when they maul them? Not they bite, so they they bite you, them? so they must. They must bite. I don't think they eat much, but they must get a little bit in them and swallow. Sure. Because uh, at the end, we see a couple just kind of laying there. Yes. Yep, you're right. Not really doing much. Because if they're still technically alive, and anything with humans really can um, like kill them, then starvation. You'd think that. Yeah, that was, that was kind of touched on in the right? movie. Right, okay. Didn't really yeah. expand, but they no. kind of were... They yeah. touched on it. Kind of a missed opportunity. But anyways, we're already talking about the movie. Do you want to get into it? I think we should. Mark? So this week, we obviously watched 28 Days Later. It's a 2002 horror movie, and it is directed by Danny Boyle and written by Alex Garland. Cool. There you go. There's this is uh, one of those UK movies. Yes. So it's, it's it got actually a pretty big release. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I remember seeing the poster. This is one of those ones where it's like, hey, Alana, when did you hear about this movie? And I'm like, last week. <laughs> I actually remember the um, uh, previews like on TV, like the trailers, yep. and being like, okay, this looks absolutely terrifying. And I remember going to the theater and seeing the big red thing with a biohazard and being like, oof. That's something I'm never going to watch. <laughs> like, it just, it looks really intimidating. Because red, you know, is always associated with horror movies. And it's just, like, it and looks blood. so scary. Because it's color of blood. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was scary looking. But, yeah, it's, um, it, w- it was good. I actually enjoyed this movie. This is a good one. I yeah, s- it was like a drama at the same time, kind of very, very, um, Walking Dead. Yeah. Very Walking Dead. But, um... Which is good. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, uh, like, the whole beginning, everything reminded me of Walking Dead. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, it, it really does. Which is, like, obviously this came out before Walking Dead, but it's just because, you know, I've seen Walking Dead more. I think I, it could be around the same time. Really? From, like, from comic-wise? Oh, I didn't think that it was that old, the comics. Give me a sec. Uh, while I look, I'm also going to talk. I, when I first saw this, I thought this looked great. Yes. This looked like a good scary movie. I can't wait to see it. I saw it in theaters. Scared the crap out of me. Hell yeah. Um, I was not a fan of the whole puking blood. So I'm like, oh God. Sure. Oh God, what's this? <laughs> and it only just... happens a few times. Like it's, But every time it happens, it's gross. It's, it's yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, it's, um, I obviously did not see it in theaters, but yeah, like I said, I remember the trailer and just being like, like going to see, I was 11 when this came out, so it's not like I was old enough to even see it, but. I, I liked it. I saw it. I'm like, sure. great, this is a good scary movie. Absolutely. It's a good new take on zombies. Right. I liked it. So, um, Walking Dead started October 2003, so they came just oh, a year okay. after. Okay. So, it was close. Yeah. They may have, okay. may have the, uh, the. The guy behind saw this movie and like, you know, that's a good way to open up. Sure. Yeah. Good, I don't know. Just guess. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but it is terrifying when you think about it. Like a mo- the movie opening and you're in a hospital and you've been out for like a month and you wake up and there's nobody anywhere. I just can't even imagine the level of hysteria you'd yeah. sink into, <laughs> you know. Ugh. Yeah. Not my jam. <laughs> That'd be tough. That'd right. Be different. Just, you know, look around. There's no one here. No yeah. sound. It'd be so quiet. Yes. There'd be no vehicles. No, no nothing. Well, and you don't even know who to go to for help. Like, you don't know who will help you. And, and we saw he tried to use the phone. No yes. phones work. No power. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That's, that's a doozy. That's something. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of um, vulnerability and, like, helplessness. Like, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Ugh, and especially in the hospital, like, you have nothing. Like, you know, if you were at your home, you could grab, you know, some sort of identification, some food, that kind of stuff. But, like, you, the nothing is yours. Yeah. And you don't know what's going on, so you don't know that you can, you know, rummage around and grab stuff. 
but he grabs like some pop from a vending machine and that's it. <laughs> Does like, he ever? Gives like, a, gives like a good bag full of Pepsi and yep. and tilt. Yes. <laughs> Crazy, because this is a British show, so you got right. British slang, British drinks, British food, British everything. Right. Which is not a bad thing. Yeah. I, I enjoy the British culture. I love the British shows. This is a good movie. Yeah. And this is a good take. I agree. Yeah. Because usually it's, it's, it's always somewhere in America. Yes. It's always America. Yeah. This is like, nope, let's throw one in England. Okay. Yeah, and I appreciate that change. I think it, um, like, and they use um, landmarks too, like, talk about London and Manchester and Paris. Like, they talk about you all see the different. Big ben. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. talk about all the different kinds of places and it's like okay okay like it's nice to see that change from because everything's always in america do you think the queen got away no no i don't think she got away no i think well they talk about it kind of loosely they talk about government and they say well nobody survived that's right like nobody there is no government anymore so i would just kind of rope that on in that something happened to everybody but, yep. yeah. Let's go through the characters. You're talking about them. Let's do it. And they. So, we have our lead character. We got Cillian Murphy as Jim. Jim. Jimbo. Jim Bob. And Cillian, he's known for playing the Scarecrow in the Batman Begins movies, oh. the Nolan trilogy. And Tom and Peaky Blinders, That's the main right. character. Yeah. Oh, and he is, he's so good. He's so, so good. And I think that that's the part near the end where he kind of like goes psycho and like well, does a bunch kinda, of killing. Not psycho. He just, he accepts that. These are bad guys. Yes. I do bad things to protect my sure. friends and family. I mean, potato, potato. I that's feel true. like he snaps a bit. Yeah. But that's very reminiscent of Peaky Blinders. Very. I, I feel like I've seen all those scenes. <laughs> and so Murphy is not afraid to flash his dick. Yeah, he's, there's some full frontal in this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. There's more male nudity in this than female, which is yeah. rare. Which I very appreciated. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that earlier, how... Some people prefer male nudity. Others prefer female nudity. I'm more of a female nudity guy. Right. But, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's always nice. I always appreciate it. It's like, okay, you're willing to go there. Because for some reason, I find, like, it's still kind of a taboo. Because if it wasn't a taboo, it would happen more. Yes. Right? It's like, why is it such a taboo? I don't understand. And it's it's more, again, I we've had this little bit of argument. I'm just going to say that it's more appealing to see a female woman naked as opposed to a male okay that's just my view right uh you are you say otherwise yeah right? well i disagree whatever uh, i'm throwing the mouse i disagree but just be like i i think that they're you know i'm totally for equal amounts of nudity of both genders because like i don't mind either so why don't we just see both like but i don't i just don't understand why it's such a taboo that you know for men to have full frontal it just i just i don't think understand. it's also it, it's, uh, the, the biggest thing I think is that people want to see females naked more than men. They really do. That, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't know. Not like, especially like, like I work with an office full of females who would all disagree with you. Oh, I just hit Ichabod right in the face. <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. Or executive producer. <laughs> She's still sleeping. Oh my but God. I think there's more, though, of a, a demand, like, go back, 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 ways away, years ago, uh, with Swordfish, Holly Berry. Right. With her top of scene, that was huge, because right. everyone got to see her top, and she was a big star at that time. Right. In the same movie, we got Hugh Jackman. It's less of an urge to see Hugh Jackman's dong, mm, as opposed to Holly Berry's boobs. Says who? I see a lot of people. Because I, I disagree with that. And I know, like, most of my friends would disagree with that. <laughs> but for, for movie-wise, though, it's just... I generally think that the female body is more pleasant to look at than a naked man. I think because you're a straight male. <laughs> I'm Don't just saying. Don't bring my strictness into this. <laughs> well, like, I'm just saying. <laughs> and there's a lot of straight females who say the same thing, though. Like, ooh, she's got a nice body. Totally. But, like, okay, also, I don't think that it's... But if there was both, I don't think they would complain. I'm just saying. What about lesbians, then? Would they be caring of seeing uh, a male penis? Well, no. As... Not at all. 
So, uh, uh, it's not. I, so I don't think it's the same thing. I just wish that it would be equal. Like, that's the thing is that, like, like I'm not saying it's bad. No, it's, no, no, it, no. There's just so much more stigma around it for some reason, and I don't know why. And I, I think it just comes to audience demand. I do. I generally do think that female nudity is more accepted than male nudity. I, I don't... I think also part of the reason is, like, um, I would think that um, men are self-conscious about it. And you I could agree. also be... It could be a thing that, like, you know, people don't care if they're big boobs, little boobs, that kind of stuff. Their like For their boobs. But for men, that would really hurt, you know, if not everybody's well endowed. And yep. you don't want to flash that all over, you know screen i think that there's a lot that plays into it like it's not as simple as just people don't want to see it i think there's a lot that goes into it into a decision like that true and there's also though there's a lot of um how do i explain this um the urge to see the the female body though like there's there's play by offers there's and and for for actresses to allow themselves to be filmed naked Mm-hmm. is not just an easy decision to make. Right. Like, it's a big thing. You know, oh, totally. My, my privacy is now wide open. People yes. know what I look like naked. Right. Um, a lot of actresses don't do that because of morals. Right. And they don't think they have to go that far to get that rule, that acceptance. Totally. And, like, also, you know, in 20 years, when your kids are watching movies, do you want them to be able to see that? I always think of that. That would be horrifying. Yeah. Right? But also, though, when it comes to horror movies, you ex- almost expect in the in the slashers, right, the woman to at least one girl to show her tits. Right, it's it's part of the genre, and I just yeah. like it's I don't know, it's just weird. I think maybe because I wasn't, I don't know, I didn't like I don't I never watched a lot of horror movies, but it's just not a thing that I think I was used to. And I like like not that it's bad. I just I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings about nudity in films. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. We went way off track there. What? But what are you talking about? <laughs> Whatever. Um, we then have Naomi Harris playing Selena. And uh, she did a movie. She, she was, was fantastic. She did great in this movie. She was, she was in the, some Bond movies. She was uh, Tia Dama in the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Oh, I yeah, love yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. I love this girl. Uh, Brendan Gleeson is Frank. Yeah. And I, t- I had to go do a little look for him. Yes. He's Mad-Eye Moody in uh, Harry Potter. Yes. Great he's actor. in a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. He, but he's one of those actors that can kind of sort of change his appearance. Like, not completely, but when you're so used to him as Mad-Eye Moody, and then he looks different in all these films. He looks like, normal. What? He looks normal, middle-aged Right. Dad. Yeah. With a daughter hanging daughter. out, chilling. Speaking of, uh, Megan Burns plays his daughter Hannah. Okay, so was she in anything else? No. No, because she didn't <laughs> she look seen, very familiar. She had a singing career, apparently. Oh. So good for her. Uh, we also have the great, great, great Christopher Eccleston as Major Henry West. Oh, this is the Doctor Who dude? Yes. That you were talking about? Oh, okay. yes, Doctor Who. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, he was a villain in Gone in 60 Seconds. He's a bit of a big name. He's a big... And those are he's two good. things I don't watch, so I was like, oh, that guy, he's an actor, that's cool. <laughs> he's, he's a good British actor. He's awesome. more, more well-known guy. He's got a good there. voice. I did like oh, yeah. see, hear that about him. He also did some voice acting. I forget which one, but he did something recent that was pretty big. I want to say Star Wars. I could be wrong. I believe it. I would totally believe it. Uh, Noah Huntley plays Mark, who didn't last that long. And yeah. Yeah, that's, that's about and it. And we had a bunch of guys who were just in the, the army. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch Nothing of no too, names. No one too really well yep, known. Just a bunch of the army dudes. Yeah, just side guys who were kind yeah. of fodder. The main characters that we follow are um, uh, Jim, Frank, Hannah, and Selena. Yeah. Those are the four that we they're follow main, for yeah, almost the main, whole movie. Yeah, they're main antagonists. Yeah. Like protagonists, <laughs> not antagonists. Yeah. And it's cool how. We get to kind of get Jim's view of going from, you know, no one to meeting Mark and Selena and yeah. kind of finding out what's going on. Yep. And being told your parents are dead. Yep. And he didn't believe them. Like, Jim, read the room, you know? Oh, like, you would do the same thing. I don't know. I feel like... You would need that closure. You need to know for sure. Would I, though? I don't know. I... 
I feel like when you realize everybody around you is dead, like, they're not just going to be chilling at home waiting for you. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't go to my parents' house. I would go to, like, safe spots, that kind but of you stuff. Would, you, would, you would hope that they would survive. You would have that. You would, you would, you would have that. Right. To definitely. Like, 100%. But I don't think I would ever go to their house. Like, that's the thing that bugs me in these movies. It's like, like yes, they're the one family on the block that's going to survive. Like, don't be dumb. You know? But I, I know it makes for a good movie. But oh, yeah, like, it does. It totally it's, does. It's just silly that, like, you'd think that of everybody, they're the only ones that would survive. Like, that's really silly thinking. And, but, like, maybe it's just something I, you cling to. Yeah, cling to. You got that hope that maybe they're still alive. And then I guess. Some, some people do the closure. Some are like, okay, whatever, just move on. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was a touching scene in this movie, but it was just kind of, at the same time, yeah. it was like, ugh, bah, grr. <laughs> Because you know, you know what's going to happen before it happens. Like, you know, us as the viewers, you're like, come on, Jim, pull yourself together. <laughs> <laughs> Although they do do that in Shaun of the Dead, and it kind of works. Right. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> kind of, sort of. So let's go into the plot. Let's do it. Let's go through it. <clears throat> so, a highly contagious, rage-inducing virus is unleashed in Great Britain. After, after a group of animal liberation activists, PETA, Free chimpanzees infected with this virus in a laboratory in Cambridge. Yes. And and I get it, they meant they meant good, but if it's in a laboratory and a scientist is telling them, no, they're infected, kill them. Yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe your morals and your ideologies are a little skewed at this moment. And we talked about this before, and by we, I mean I forced you to talk about this with me before, where, like, it's that thing where I always think, like, Thanos is, like, was he really the bad guy? Because if they played the movie from his point of view, he would have been the hero. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's this thing where, like, you feel like you're doing the right thing when it's, like, you know, is it really the right thing? Like, in the eyes of who? Like, who is... That's, you know. that's the basis of war. Right. You got two exactly. sides, and both sides think they are the heroes. Exactly. Which yes. one are the villains? Yeah. Well, it, it comes from a certain point of view. Yes, and you. Depends on what side you talk and ask. Yes, and that's why you like vilify, you know, the other side to make it seem like what you're doing is okay. Propaganda. Yes, and yeah. it's just like <laughs> scares me. And that's always like um, in Saving Private Ryan, they really push that when. Yes, I'll admit the whole Nazi Hitler thing. That was bad. He was the bad yes. guy in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, didn't start off that bad. He just wanted to get some revenge on World War One and all his little crazy right. ideologies. Yes. Then he went quite mad. Yes. And blamed every other race that was not the perfect race. Exactly. And then he went from dictator to full-blown evil person. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... But, you know, in his eyes, he everything that he was doing was the right. That's like, right. And he convinced and people that this was the right way, and if you didn't agree, was, then you can die. He was pumping out... He had, like, the news people you know, yes. in his pocket. Yeah. And they were spreading so many lies about America, uh, the United Kingdom. Yeah. Every other country that was not on their side were doing all these atrocities of people. Yes. And that's how it works. That's how war works. Exactly. You're exactly right. And it's it's scary. Okay. You know, it just, it makes you think, and especially with the internet and everything nowadays, most countries can do their own research, other than the ones that are uh, obviously China. run by, you know, yeah, like dictators and stuff, but you can do your own kind of research. And I think that that helps with the, you know, flow of information. Yeah. Instead of, you know... Like, what is really going on, you know? So, it's a lot of topic again, sorry. <laughs> That's fine, no, no. Uh, spreading quickly among the populace and resulting in societal collapse, 28 days after the initial outbreak, bicycle courier Jim awakens from a coma in St. Thomas Hospital in London. Naked. Na naked. Very <laughs> naked. Yeah. Where he discovered the city deserted. Wandering through London, he got clothes now, and finding signs of, of catastrophe... He's attacked by humans, infected by the virus, and rescued by survivors, Selena and Mark. Yes, he runs to a church and sees a whole bunch of people in there. They and the um, <clears throat> then he kind of yells, hey, or something, doesn't he? 
It's like, hey. Or hello. Or like, hello, yeah. hello. And then a couple people kind of rustle. And the and look. Then, the look in their face is just... Yes. Food? Yep. Hate? And then the... And he, look, he's like, his reaction is visiting, oh, what the hell? What? Yes. That's, that's not expected. And then the pastor comes out, because he's kind of on a higher level, and then the pastor comes out and starts wobbling towards him and, like, like tries to eat him and attack him. And, oh, uh, it's he creepy. smacks him with his bag of cans. And yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I Shit. should not have done that. Shit. Then he runs out. Um... The two inform Jim about the virus, which is believed to have spread worldwide. Yes. Um, at Jim's request, the, dru- the group travels to his parents' house in Deptford, where he learns they committed suicide. Yes. And that's a sad little moment, because they got a picture of him uh, as a young yes. child. Yes. Oh, with, that's so his sad. Mom's. And the back said, um, uh, Jim, we made sure not to wake you up. Now yeah. I'm sleeping with you. Please don't wake up. Yes. You know. X, XOXO. Yes. And so I wonder why he wasn't attacked in the hospital. It looked like he was blocked in. Okay. Or if it just kind of ran out and no one looked in to get him. Hmm. Yeah, That's, there there didn't seem to be, like, any infected in the hospital or surrounding no, area. No, it was empty. Yeah. It was right, right empty. Uh, that night, Mark is bitten during an infected attack. And so then it kills him before he turns. Yes. So we learn that... This has the same zombie rules. Bits, you you get infected. Saliva. But this is almost immediate. Like she said, you have ten to twenty seconds. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's crazy because like it literally happens that fast, and she kind of looks at him and she's like Mark, and he's like, No, I, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And she looks at him and she just go like just starts bashing she, him with she her. She cuts his machete. arm off first. Yeah. The, the infected arm, because he's bitten the arm. Yeah. And then when he's down screaming, she finishes him off. Exactly. As opposed and to just <laughs> cauterize the wound saying, you're fine, get up, yes. walk it off. And Jim is like, what? What? And she's like, I could tell in his eyes that he knew. He knew he was, you know, infected. about to turn. Yeah. Ugh. Still sucks, though, because really right before that, Mark had opened up and said his whole story and everything that happened to him. You're like, all right, Mark, you're a pretty good dude. And um, even Selena, after she's like, you know... <laughs> he tells Mark, a really bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, though. I, I laugh at it. And Mark says... that She's like, you know, Mark was the one with all the plans, so what's your plan? And he's like, uh... uh find a cure? And yeah. He's like, well, we got two options then. Option one, find a cure that doesn't exist. Option two, we fall in love and fuck. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's yeah. too. That's not, that's not terrible. It's not it's, off the table yet. So the whole movie, every time they'd like have a minute alone, we'd be like. <laughs> so is option two back uh, on? Option or, two or? Or they, they'd kiss. No, option two's back on the table. All right. Hooray! And then things would go sour. I'm like, nope. It's, it's <laughs> off again. And um, oh, what was I was going to say about this scene here. Um, we, can, we learned a few things. That yes. they're attracted to light. So yeah. the, these, these infected are visually... Simulated. Yes. Not so much. And, and sound. And sound. But sound not is a smell. huge one. Yes. Not smell. And uh, we find out that if it's it's, it's the, the blood in your mouth, you're infected. Or if you have like in a, in a cut and a wound to get their blood in, you're infected. Yes. Or if you get bit. So yeah. saliva, saliva, and, saliva blood. and blood. Yeah. So, all right. So we got some, some rules now. After leaving the house, Jim and Selena encounter cab driver Frank and his daughter Hannah at Balfron Tower. He's a cab driver? Yep. Oh. I didn't notice from his cab. Oh. It makes me love him even more. And he says, get in the cab. He, oh, oh, I thought it was just like British slang for like car. No. Okay. Uh, Frank informs Jim and Selena of a military broadcast offering protection to survivors of a blockade in Manchester. They also never say what happened to his wife, do they? Uh, I think she got infected. Right. And, I mean, and and also uh, they never said, but I guess the backstory for Selena is, uh, she's so bitter and and dark about this because she had to kill her parents, to save her brother, oh. only to find out that he was infected. Oh. So she's got a pretty rough take on the whole matter. Ooh. Okay. That's so, rough. Yeah. With supplies dwindling, he asks them to accompany him and Hannah to the blockade. The two accept. And the group boards Frank's cab to Manchester 
and become close to each other during the trip. It's so cute. It's sort of like a sweet montage where they're like, go to a grocery store and buy all their favorite snacks. Yeah. And buy all their favorite snacks. Oh my God, Alana. They steal them. <laughs> well, no, no. Frank Plunder. Loses, Frank, Frank loses a Visa card at the cashier's. Right, right, pay, right. Sort of, kind of. Kind of, sort of. And, um... They have like a picnic. And... There's a picnic. They have a little bit of an encounter in a subway, which Jim is right against. Yes. But uh, Frank's like, nope, my car, my rules, where would we go? Yep. And this is a cool scene where they blow a tire. Yes. And they hear the infected, well, they first hear rats coming. Oh, yeah. And then you get the infected coming, and they're holding the car up while Hannah changes the tire as fast as she can. Yes. And she does. She does a really good job. Like, yeah, she's ripping that thing out, like throwing those lug nuts on. Man, yeah, she's, a, she's amazing. She does good. Yes. She's, she's a tough girl. And we're guessing she's, what, 13, 14-ish? Yeah, right yeah. around there. Um, yeah. When they reach the blockade, however, they find it seemingly deserted. And dun, Frank dun, is dun. infected when a drop of blood falls into his eye. Oh, this is the worst part. This actually broke my heart. Because, like, of all of them, you kind of start to sympathize with Frank. He's just such a nice guy. Yeah. And, like, opened these two up into his home and was like, yeah, you know, like... Stay with me. He gave them, you know, celebratory liquor and shared his food, like, no problem. Yeah. Ugh. And we also, I forgot to mention, uh, before this, they go to get some more fuel, and Jim ends up killing one of the infected, which turns out to be a young boy. Yes, a child. So he kills, he gets his first kill, and, yeah, you can tell it bothers him when Selena's asking him, you know, funny things, like, nothing, let's go. It's like, Jim, nothing, let's... Let's yes, go. Yes, yep. He doesn't want to talk about it. He's, no. he's a little shook up by this one. Which, like, totally makes sense. Like, you have to oh, yeah. bludgeon an infected child to death. Like, that's yeah. not okay. No. Ugh. So, so Frank's infected, and he has a nice little uh, touching last word with his daughter. Yeah. You know, I love you, you know that? She's like, Dad, come on. Like, no, I love you, stay away. Yeah, and she tries to walk towards him, and he pushes her down, and um, Jim runs over to him, and Selena kind of notices, and she's like, you have to do it. You have to do it. Yeah, like, kill him, he's kill him, yeah. kill him. And then the soldiers arrive soon afterwards, and they kill Frank. Yes. <laughs> Poor Frank. I'm so sad about it. I loved Frank. He was so good. He was such a nice guy. He was such a nice guy. Ugh. And realistic, and ugh. Yeah. And yeah. again, before this, we have the, after their picnic, uh, they kind of ask, how is Selena sleeping so well? We yes. find out she's got um, not morphine. She's got Valium. Uh, Valium. And uh, he kind of asks, or he, Hannah asks, "Can I have some?" And he's, "Nope, nope, nope, can't have any." And then finally, Jim's like, "Let her have some. Let her get some sleep." Yes. As so we find out that uh, she's got a little Valium stash with her, which is yes. going to come to play later. <laughs> uh, the remaining survivors are brought to a fortified mansion under the command of Major Henry West. However, the safety promised by the soldier turns out to be false. When Wes reveals to Jim that the broadcast was intended to lure female survivors yes. into sexual slavery. Yes. To repopulate the world. And uh, it's like such a rough sort of a scene because they welcome these people in. They show them, you know, like, you know, they see how efficient they are with killing these things. They're treating them not bad. They're feeding them. All that kind of stuff. And then um, one of the guys gets a little handsy with Selena. And Jim's like, whoa, 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 and steps in. And then one of the guys, I forget the guy's name. What's the good soldier's name? Jones? Jones? No. Oh, I forget. Oh, um. Rid Riddler or something. Or Rid I know which one you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Anyways, one of the Mailer. soldiers. Yes. Mailer. Private and Mailer. he's like, hey, like, like stop it, stop nope. it. I'll tell you about Those guy who's uh, chained up. Um... I don't have his name here. Anyways, and then um, he, uh, he's like, okay, that's enough. And um, whatever, they all kind of go back. And, and then the, the major guy's like, hey, Jim, do you want to have a drink with me? And he's like, okay. And that's when he's like, oh, so by the way, I promised all the guys women. So... And Jim's <laughs> and, like... And you brought two of them here, yeah. so... And Jim's like, uh, what? And so he <laughs> runs out and tries to pull them all out. He's like, okay, we have to go, like, right now. Yeah. And then they knock Jim out and grab Hannah and Selena. <laughs> and, and the one uh, sergeant, he tries to stand up yes, for them. Yes, the same he guy Yes, He gets again. knocked out, too. Yes. 
Yeah, so... Um, they chain up him and Jim to radiators and... Yeah, Jim uh, refuses to be complacent with the soldier's plan and they attempt to, and they attempt to execute him. Yes. They basically, they, yeah, they send him and the, gen, the general, the sergeant out to be executed. Yeah. Um, the one guy goes like crazy and wants to stab him. And the yeah. guy who's with him is like, no, no, like, don't do that. And so he shoots him instead. And then they start to tussle because he really wanted to stab this guy because he was kind of like, be, you know, talking down to him being like, like, you can't do that. And while they're fighting, Jim escapes. Yeah, He's he like, escapes. Nope. And, and again, I keep going back into, into the plot here. When um, they're showing them around. Yes. Uh, Wes is showing Jim around. He shows them Mailer. Yes. He's an infected soldier from two days ago. Yeah. He's chained up and he's kind of left to like the courtyard. Yeah, we talked about this guy before. Yeah. yeah. But just, you know, just so you know, we know in this whole part, in the sure. plot, he's in there. Yeah. And uh, Jim's a little, I think that was the start where Jim's like, what the heck is going on here? Yes. So Jim escapes. Uh, Jim tricks Wes into leaving the mansion and he releases Private Mailer, who's infected. Yes. Uh, an uninfected soldier kept chained in for observation. And can you imagine, like, what a risk that is when you know that Selena and Hannah are in there still? Oh, yeah. Oof. But he knows that they're badass women. Yeah, and, and yeah, they're trying to get uh, Hannah and... Yeah, they're trying to get Hannah and uh, Selena to dress up nice yes. for the boys. Yes. To take turns. And <laughs> if this was real life, yes, this would happen. Yes, I would absolutely There would be help. guys who would be, all right, no rules. I'm going to go have sex with as women as I want, whether they like it or not. Yeah. Yes. Sadly, that's the truth. That would happen. It's horrifying. And oh, it's yeah. like, uh, it's just, I, it makes no sense. But yeah, it's. Disgusting, and it would totally happen though. Sadly, that, you know, it yeah, it's just that something you know, they think that they're doing again. They think that they're doing something right. Yeah. When they're doing something horrible. Yeah. Ugh. Not good. Not good. So, um, this results. So, Primary gets released. This results in the deaths of West's men. Jim, Selena, and Hannah attempt to leave in Frank's cab, but find West sitting in the back seat. Yes. Also, Hannah is high as a kite because Selena realized what's going to happen. There's no way out. She was going to dope up Hannah so she wouldn't care yes. what's happening. Ugh. And, and, they, and she even asked her, you're going to kill me. She's like, no, no, no. This is so you don't care. Exactly. So Selena kind of accepted her, you know, what's going to happen. Yes. But being kind of a motherly figure to yes. Hannah and, and being a woman too. She know that we're in for a rough time. Yes. Because Hannah is 14... Yes. This is not going to go well for her. At least she won't suffer. Yes. And, like, um, Jim, when he's going through, they kind of, like, skip, skipped over everything that he kind of does. He, like, stabs a guy. And, and Jim, Jim loses. Like, he knows yes. that these guys are bad. And then the guy that initially tried to attack Selena, <clears throat> what was his name? Miller? No. Um, I forget. Mitchell. Yes, Mitchell. And um, when he he's with Selena again, while Jim's like killing everybody, and he um, runs in and attacks him while he has Selena, and he like just brutally beats him, like slams his head against the wall, like pushes his eyes out, like he goes nuts. Yeah, and and Selena thinks that he's infected. Infected, yes. Hundred percent thinks he's infected. So she goes to beat him, and he's standing there, and she can see his eyes are normal, and she's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> And they have a tender kiss, and yeah. option two is back on the table. Option two is back on. <laughs> and Hannah smashes his head with a vase or something. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I thought he was biting you. We're like, no, we're kissing. I was kissing her. <laughs> oh, he's like, are you high? And and she's like, no, let's not talk about that right now. Yeah. That's, that's nothing. <laughs> that's, that's our future problem. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> so um, so we find Wes back in the cab back seat. Yes. Wes shoots Jim. Yes. Because he kind of killed his men. That's what he says. He's like, you killed all my men. And then he just fires. Yeah. Hannah retaliates by putting the cab in reverse, allowing Mailer to grab Wes through the rear rear window and kill him. Yes. She deserved a piece of garbage. Yep. Ugh. And he's not high. Wes has a rough death. Yes. He's screaming and Mailer just gets a bit of revenge on him. Yes. 
And the three survivors escape from the mansion. Yes. But also, Jim is shot, so they receive uh, very full, small snippets. Yes. Of them trying to save Jim. Yeah. We see him giving him, uh, uh, they're in a hospital. We see him trying to, you know, set up on the gurney, uh, giving him um, compressions, yes. trying to keep bring back to life. And we come to Jim waking up 28, another 20 days later. Yep. Jim's recover recovers at a remote cottage in Cumbria while the infected are shown dying of starvation. Oh, hey yes. Now. As a Finnish fighter jet flies overhead. Jim, Selena, and Hannah unfurl a huge cloth banner spelling the word hello. Yes. The three survivors optimistically watch the jet as they hope the pilot has spotted them. And we kind of, I guess, hear that he's calling in a helicopter. Yes. So they kind of get saved. Yay. And but also... Then, uh, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And also before yeah, before this, um, Selena believes the whole world is done. Jim yes. thinks... Oh, Jim. Major Wesley, the whole world is done. But when... I think it's when uh, he's escaping. Yes. Jim's escaping from being shot and killed. He looks up and he sees a jet fly over. Yes. And he's like, well, that just says that they're survivors. Yeah, that there's people out there who can still use technology. Yeah. And and the sergeant, when they're chained up before they get executed, um, he kind of says this is a big whole conspiracy. Yes. The whole, the whole world couldn't be infected. They just... Um, not, not evacuated. They... Basically, put a big wall around. I was gonna UK. say, yeah, they, they isolated Britain, yeah, because that was ground zero. Yeah, you and can't let it get out. Exactly. So I think that's how they're seeing it as the world is fine. Yeah, Britain's fucked. Yes. And they're just kind of letting things happen and let everybody die yeah, of starvation. Coming in, then. doing checks, and if they find survivors, then great, we'll pick them up. If not, whatever. yes, yeah. So, so at the end, we kind of are. There's a sequel, 28 weeks later. But there's none of the same actors in it. No. Which makes me sad. Because I would like to continue this story. Like, it's interesting, and I'd like to know sort of, like, what happens after, you know? Like, it's one of those movies that could very easily have gone on. Yeah. Oh, there is talk of having a 28 months later. Right. So we could we could find out what happens. Yeah. They Maybe could bring them back. I would hope to bring them back. That would be awesome. That would be. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a movie. It was good. I liked it. It was um, it was different than all of the other ones we've watched. Very. That's what I like about this. It's a very different take. It's, yeah. They're zombies, but they're not zombies. Um, yeah. It kind of gives you a different, like we've already talked about, it kind of gives you a different perspective of like, you know, this isn't a dead person. This is just somebody with an infection, really. Like, maybe there is a cure. You never know. You no. know what I mean? Like, it's not actually a dead person. That's right. So messed up, yeah. Oof, morality issues. Ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> How would you rate this movie? How many I've probably given it, like, a 3.5. Like, I really liked it. I, I enjoyed it. I just, again, it wasn't super scary for me. Um... The soldier part, like, I understand why it was there. I kind of wish they would have stuck to just zombies, but I understand that when you throw in the depravity of humans, it makes yeah. it just that much more fucked up. Yeah. You know? And, like, so I totally understand why it happened. But um, then we watched an alternative hidden ending type thing. Yeah, it was, like, <coughs> the me. radical ending with just yeah, uh, storyboards. Ending. Yes. And I loved that idea. That was a cool idea. But, I don't know. That ending was very, um, I Am Legend. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, exactly. It had a huge I Am Legend feel to it. Yes. it's um, It was very much like, oh, you know, we're going to go to gr Ground Zero and find a cure. And, oh, my God, we're going to cure people. And yeah. isn't that crazy? And, like, I, <clears throat> I kind of liked that a bit. But, yeah. I loved it. I, I thought it was such a different movie that it we've was. been watching. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, what would I, you rate it? Three and a half. Three and a half to four. Sure. Uh, when I first saw it, it'd be four. Now, since I've seen it, and it's not as scary as I used to be. Yes. Three and a half. But Some still a really good movie. The um the camera, it I and because we're spoiled, because it's 2020, it was kind of blurry almost. I, and I, like, I understand that, that it's part of the times. And maybe it was meant to be that way, but it just, when you're so used to remastered things and like crisp, clear, yeah. 
viewing. It's just kind of I think like that a, was on purpose. Same. Uh, it was a very kind of very, like a very soft kind of fuzzy filter yes. film on there. Yes. Um, some of the camera shots were, I don't want to say amateur. Right. But not. But they felt weird. They, they, right? they felt They felt low budgets. Yeah. Because you could kind of zoom in right in behind the guy shooting. Um a few wide shots for the uh, infected when they're running towards the our characters. Yes. Um, it's not a Hollywood production. I agree. And it yep. shows, but you don't have to have that. Totally. It feels right. Yes. By what they how they filmed it. I agree. I I, I loved it. I loved what they did. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is that like it doesn't make it a bad movie, and that's no. when you can tell a good quality movie where like there's some cons. But overall, it's still such a good movie. Yeah, there's like no CGI that I saw nope. at all in the movie. Uh, the effects are great. Really good, yeah. Uh, and the... you didn't need many. No. You know, you need a few blood packs. No. You need some colored contacts. Have, and have some, a like... tube, I guess, inside your mouth when you and the infected spit exactly. up the, the blood. Yeah. Ugh. It looked gross, but it worked. It, it was a very good effect. Really good, yeah. Um, nothing too terribly... Graphic for the nope. deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the one, besides marking his arm cut off for yeah. for Mitchell, who yes. Hey, what's Speaking the kill of the flick? Which... <laughs> <laughs> what's the kill kill the flick? Well, she is completely passed out right now, but um, me hitting her in the face earlier reminded her that um, kill the flick is Mitchell, <laughs> and it it's is. when Jim just goes fucking savage on him. Like the blood spraying uh. when he hit his head against the the brick wall. Yeah. And then shoving his thumbs into his eyes and just squeezing. And there's a shot where his fingers are like fully in his skull. Oh, yeah. And his eyes are like poking up through and you're like, oh, oh, okay. So yeah, that's Mitchell is having a rough time with that. He is having a heckin' rough time. And he had it coming. He was a dick. He was the worst. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah, he was... Something was wrong with him. He was like one of those bros, like, I can take whatever I want because I saved you, so now I can have you. Yeah. It's like, no, that's gross. Why are you gross? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, that's, that's, that's... He doesn't get to option two. Nope. Nope. No option two for Mitchell. No. And, nope. and Jim tried it earlier when, after Frank died, he... he, he Things, hey, just like a, a kiss of distraction. Yes. And so it's like, yep, yep, nope, 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 and she walks out. Yes, yep. But oh. then after she realizes that Jim wasn't uh, infected and saving her, option, option two, two was a hundred percent. As soon Hooray. as they get out this, she's going to rock his world. Yes, which they both deserve. You know, I found. I think so. Found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god. And next week, we're watching One Cut of a Day. I love this movie so much. I know, and I'm so excited. (laughs) This is gonna, this movie is nothing like any of the movies we watched. And I know. Let's give a brief, you know, what is One Cut of the Dead? So explain to our victims (sighs) what makes this movie so different. So, um, the movie is actually in three parts. If I can, it's hard to talk anything about it without giving stuff away. But like the first 30 minutes of the movie are filmed in one cut. And it's about zombies. (laughs) That's literally all I can say without giving the whole movie away. So so by one cut means from the first half hour, from start to finish of that one little scene, they don't stop. They don't switch to the camera. It is one one single Take. It's one take, one camera. And it, they only did it twice. The actual actors only got I, two takes. I was going to ask, I was going to wonder how many times it took. Well, twice. Twice. And it's because the first time their camera died. <gasps> yeah. That's why. And they That's couldn't impressive. splice it together well enough that they said, nope, fuck it. We're starting from scratch. Yeah. Reset. Yeah. And wow. if any, like, I don't know, I don't do many things in 30 minute segments fine. Like even this to do like, like so many times and like, even I'd love to like edit out my coughing and stuff, but you know, I just, that's just my life. So, nah, leave it in. but that 30 minutes to talk and act exactly what you need and you'll see how incredibly hard it was to do. Like it, it's really impressive. Yeah. 
I think everybody should watch this. I believe it's a Korean film. It is dubbed. No, it's not dubbed. It's just subtitles. So it's, it's you know, not one of those movies that you can put on and play on your phone. Like, you actually have to have to actively watch it. So worth it. It is such a fun movie. I think you're really going to like it. I think you're going to appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. But um, you get to hear all about that next week, I guess. <laughs> but thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Whore, and YouTube at the Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Bye!